Hey everyone, my name is Michael and I'm accompanied by Tyler Carson. We're your host of Better Climbing Beta. This is a podcast that we just recently started. This is going to be our first episode. It's going to be about spraying and mm. what that means and the ethics. Tyler and I have worked together. We've climbed together. We've been best men at yeah. each other's weddings before. Cool. So we spent a lot of time together and we talk a lot and we've come to terms with the fact that the climate community is ever expanding ever growing and there's a lot of beta out there there's a lot of information out there but there's not really a way to necessarily house it under one roof Mm. so it's easily accessible for the masses so with an ever-expanding community you get a lot of new climbers and I know when I first started, it felt like I was maybe out on an island by myself and I was going to just buy all my equipment, not know how to use it, not know if it was the right equipment, and then go see if it worked. Right. So Tyler and I came up with this idea because we wanted to help people out. We wanted to get people psyched on rock climbing and then we wanted to talk about rock climbing. Talk and we, about rock climbing. We're going to do that anyway, so we thought, why not just put a mic in front of it? So. The first episode is titled, Thou Shalt Not Spray. So, Tyler, tell me how you would define spray. Well, as you said earlier, beta being the all-encompassing term to kind of say information on rock climbing, whatever that may be. We, I personally, I'd, I'd say spraying would be considered unwanted beta. So you're climbing or, or maybe talking about going somewhere to climb or whatever, and you've got someone unsolicited giving you a bunch of information that you didn't ask for or maybe didn't want. And so I would define spraying as that too much or unwanted beta for your So you're climbing. saying spray is only a bad thing. There is no such thing as good spray. In my opinion, yeah. You, I would consider if I asked for it, I don't think that that would be spraying. That's just good information at that point. When's the first time you heard the word spray? First time I heard the word spray. Or like you encountered spray. Did I encounter? So as you know, Michael, uh, I was a competitive rock climber in high school in Tennessee. It was a state-sanctioned sport, at least where I was climbing. And so we, uh, we'd go to competitions, and the it was encouraged to help each other out while you're on the wall to the point where even across teams it was okay hey there's a next hold you know something like that but uh we discovered kind of quickly that sometimes that much information is is distracting you're trying to focus on the wall and you got a bunch of people yelling at you and sometimes it's good but sometimes it so you just you just submitted spraying's good yeah no well i'm saying sometimes (laughs) being told what to do can help but sometimes you get different things being do this no do that and it's very stressful and so i don't know that i put a word to at that point mm-hmm. but i quickly learned for me personally that if i didn't ask for it it was usually distracting and so for me i said i would even to the point where in competitions before i started climbing i would say hey guys can you not talk to me while i'm climbing uh, I found it very distracting. So I would say like that was early on. Before, we didn't even know what climbing was. I mean, we were just you know dicking around on the wall. Yeah. And so just trying to have a good time. And so when people just started you know yelling at you over and over and over and over again, that 
I found that very annoying. So that would be my first, okay. my early on encounters of spraying. So do you think having a negative impact with spray fostered maybe a negative connotation towards it? Oh, sure. I okay. know people personally that would say spraying sometimes is good. Uh, I just, for me, it's been, it was so distracting early on that you're right. At this point, I just hear it and be like, shut up. I don't want you to spray. Don't talk to me. So you're saying spray is historic for you personally is mostly about the expression of information being pressed upon someone in a negative manner. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, when I was, when I joke with people, when I teach, you know, how to not spray or not, or to spray or whatever you, whatever words you want to start throwing on it, I typically say, uh, the worst part about spraying is it's usually good intentioned. So typically someone just wants to help you out mm -hmm. and that makes it even worse because I'm over here being like no fuck you dude and oh wait no you're being nice and that makes me feel bad for wanting to be mean and yeah. and then it's just you know this over and over and over kind of thing so I always say that the worst part about it is that I, I get these negative emotions and I know you're just trying to be nice and so, so I don't even want I don't want to tell you to shut up but I kind of do so has <laughs> anyone ever has anyone ever told you you were spraying I mean, we like to talk. <laughs> I, I could I could make the argument this whole podcast is a bunch of spray. It's a, that's, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should change the name. Uh, better spray bit. I mean, wait. <laughs> yeah. So wow, that's the truth. That's that's first episode. We're dropping knowledge. Right. Every podcast, every media outlet, everything that's ever come out and has been pressed upon other people could be considered spraying. necessarily or unnecess not necessarily uh, unbeknownst to them is considered spray sure in your in the way you're defining and the way it. i'm defining it depends yeah. and i always say i don't know that i've been told outright which i think is important we'll talk about later how do you maybe stop spraying but i don't know <laughs> that i've ever been told like shut up dude yeah i'm sure you have i'm sure you're i just don't up. yeah whatever yeah um, but I think, yeah, I think it's hard because, because it's usually good intentioned. Most people are prone to just bite their tongue, mm -hmm. which really, again, could ruin their climbing experience, you know? So what's, okay. Let's think about this. We've, we've, we've defined spray for you. Now, if I'm a new rock climber or I'm an old climber, who is most likely going to be a culprit of spray? Ooh. We're going to get controversial here. Uh-oh. I like to joke around and say, and, and I say joke, I, I really mean be serious here. Uh, I typically say 512 sport rock climbers are <laughs> are the general culprits of spraying. Oh, gosh. Why? Why 512? Because isn't there, how hard, the grades go now all the way up to 15D. Why do you think Yeah, five, they're working Ds now. Why do you think 512 sport? Because that is what, three, almost four full numbers mm -hmm. apart. Why, what happens at that grade that you think? So I think that when you start climbing, you don't know anything about rock climbing. And as we've kind of said before, it seems really intimidating at first. But when you start to do it, you see some quick improvement, Definitely. right? I mean, just because you're getting your, – your muscles will – you use them regularly. They're going to get stronger. And if you're maybe being smart about it, you'll start to pick up on some of the more subtle techniques. Some of them are fairly intuitive, and we can go into mm -hmm. multiple podcasts about that. But I think you'll see some quick improvement up into what maybe 
the 510 rate range, which I would consider to be the beginnings of that intermediate yeah. level of climbing. So, th- you, so you say you, you start and then you might hit a plateau. You'll hit a, a plateau. Wall. Okay. But I think when you hit to five, when you hit 512, especially outside, mm-hmm. I find that to be where the very beginnings of what I might to say higher level or more advanced climbing. With 512, mm-hmm. typically, in my opinion, you start to see much more forced movement, forced technique. It's not necessarily a matter of just muscling up the route anymore you kind of have to know what you're doing okay and because of that i might see we might see a more inflated sense of ego um and on top of that i I see depending on the crag that's where you might see more of the classic or five star or what is generally Mm -hmm. agreed upon in the community as the really awesome climbing routes so you're saying that typically they don't really become five star until you're like at the five twelve range. Is that well, what you're saying? Are you saying? I don't disagree. I don't agree with that at all. I okay. would say sometimes the general consensus as okay. we get more later so into the, the spring. Consensus of the climbing community. So let's let's frame this up actually. So Tyler and I, um, if you guys don't know us, we live in the beautiful city of Cincinnati. Beautiful. In a in a wonderful state called Ohio, <clears throat> and we're strategically located about two and a half hours from the Red River Gorge pretty much a mecca of bolted sport lines from oh, beautiful from you know 55 to 514 fill in the blank um and we see a lot of different types of people and the climbing there is its own style of rock climbing mm-hmm. and it's kind of like this big ego island so it really my, is. my question at hand is so you've identified and you believe that the, the biggest culprits of spray are people who people who climb 512 sport or have climbed 512 sport I might or, go more specifically to say have just successfully started climbing 512 okay so, so they can grow out of it they could grow out of it I, but I see you're, you're climbing hard enough now that you are climbing things that some people think are unobtainable my- <laughs> but it's not so hard that you realize that, oh my gosh, I'm not even close. As we've said, there, people are climbing 15D now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think... Just one co- person, actually. Just one person, I guess. You're right. <laughs> just one but freak. at least the 15 grade in general... Yeah, it's is like being pretty well documented. Pretty well do- exactly. Yeah. I mean, and so I think... I mean, you look at guys like John, like a Jonathan Segrist. Like, dude's done, like, I don't know... More than double, probably 40, 40 15 A's. It's almost insane. So, but I see when you, you might think as a new climber, and we've joked about this before, that mm-hmm. everyone thinks 12 is this magic number, and it's really not. It's definitely the first goal of a new climber. Right. So, and so, you, so let me rephrase yeah. Let me ask you this question. So, I, and I know you agree with me, it's 512 is a first big goal for a new climber because, mm-hmm. again, I think we've figured it out that this is the the first grade where you might actually have to work a little bit. You might have to go to the gym more than once a week to learn how to do it. If you don't have any kind of issues right. hindering you from climbing at a at that level. And then when you get into that 512 realm, you're kind of butted up against other 512 climbers. Sure. Well, typically those guys are or girls are new to rock climbing. So do you think it's more about the experience level? Like the reason why that grade is 
spraying so hard, that graded climber is spraying so hard is because typically you can climb that level of rock climbing in like one to three years probably depending on how you, you know, climb the, sure and, and or I, how much you make it a thing so is it is it the grade is the grade the reason why people spray that no. much or is it the, the age it's of the, the climber. newer climber that has had their first significant triumph we'll say and some oh, people okay. will consider getting to the top a significant so sure and every climber is different but you'll hit a major wall busting into the 12s but then once you bust past that, I, I, my wall was a uh, five ten, five nine for me. But <clears throat> <laughs> we're not strong enough to podcast. Yeah. So whatever. So that, yeah. Um, that's... But I think that's the case. I think you you finally have done something major, and it's a big deal. And that's not to downplay climbing five twelve. It, it's good. I'm trying to downplay downplay climbing, a little bit. Yeah. But I think because of that, you have. Don't, so my question is so yeah. Anyways, like, yeah, we could keep going. But. We're gonna have to do a whole pa- a whole podcast on grades. Sure. Now, now what we're gonna have to do. So, um, so can you answer the question? Is it because they're a new rock climber, or is it because of the grade? So, if I've been climbing for ten years and it's taken me that climb that long to climb five twelve, am I still gonna spray just as hard as somebody who's been climbing for one or three years, who's who's just got into five twelve? I'd say it's more a symptom of the the experience of the climber because if you've been in the industry if you've been taking it seriously for 10 years you know who's climbing what and you know good climbers and you Mm -hmm. know bad climbers if you've been climbing not very long or maybe you're in your own bubble and you kind of shoot into that 512 range and start to feel good about yourself and again you should but you might you you maybe get an overinflated sense of Mm -hmm. your ego you think oh sweet let me teach everything. Let me show everyone all the stuff I know. And you might not realize like, Hey, that guy you're talking to just threw down a 14. Yeah. Your, their warm up is what you just climbed, right? Yeah. Your, your multi-season <laughs> project was just warmed up on by like a 12 year old boy or girl. Right. Child. Who's just destroying. Yeah. So that, that's part of my problem with the concept of spraying and don't get me wrong. We've all been culprits of it. We've all sprayed. I mean, it can be something. Spray, spray can be packaged. Can be can be a packaged item in different regards. Meaning that if say I'm climbing out with a girl, we just started dating, and mm-hmm. she's new to rock climbing, and I've been climbing for four years, and I feel like a hot shot, and you know she thinks five nine's hard, and I can climb five twelve. Then yeah. I'm going to be at the crag screaming beta at the top of my lungs <laughs> as she top ropes and cleans my route, you know? So I don't know if that's ever happened to me. I don't think I've ever done that, but I've seen it before. So yeah. the question at hand is who's responsible with stopping the spray? Like, should we have a, a like almost a United Nations? That, <laughs> An intervention. Whole, we need to, you're hurting job. people. And <laughs> <Yeah>. we need. <laughs> that's really what it is too, because you know, a lot of people don't understand. You think you're out there in al- alone by yourself. For an example, I was, I was uh, at uh, Summersville Lake last weekend. Mm-hmm. We were in the Coliseum where everyone rock climbs, and that place is a freaking amphitheater, man. You hear everything, and there's just especially when you're loud, like yeah, you know me exactly. And you know, people there's a there's too many people. There's 20 people there. And as far as I was concerned, the new was like a, supposed to be a ghost town. I thought people didn't climb there anymore. I thought they all went to the red because the red slammed. It's all the time. so much better. I mean, <laughs> so but there's like 
two people in there just screaming beta at each other. You know, the guy would tie in, the other guy's on the ground just yelling every move at him as he's climbing. He'd lower, then they'd switch roles and yell beta at the entire time. And it really feels like when you yell at the top of your lungs information at another person, it seriously probably feels like you're by yourself because you can't, right. you have no idea idea of the outside world because you sure. form this bubble. But the whole time, you just saw everybody at the cliff just rolling their eyes rolling their eyes like are you kidding me and the hard part is like maybe that climber wanted that but everyone else Mm -hmm. their climbing experience is lessened because you're just there to have a good time and now all of a sudden it's like i can't even climb my route you know it's that (laughs) it's like i'm doing the drop knee that this guy's telling the other guy to do and it's just not working (laughs) yeah right wait (laughs) (laughs) i don't have any feet how could i drop knee yeah so so i think that's a great question how do you when is it spray and when is it not and who's responsible it's, it's for stopping spray. it it's always it's spray. always spray yeah so i say we give a couple examples mm-hmm. of spray so the first example we just gave is you know the guys at the cliff that are literally yelling beta at each other while they're on the route they're giving them like a, and, the full spray and now. to specify there's a difference between he's really stuck at the crux and he's mm-hmm. he's tried it four times and he's just not getting it hey well just so you know there's a hole you can't really see it but if you reach up it's a good hold mm-hmm. versus okay so move your right hand up and then once you get that you're going to move your left hand over here and then mm-hmm. get your right foot right so there's a difference between i'm stuck what do i do and you're giving me Google map directions up Pretty the much, route. Yeah. You're, you're officially Siri on my iPhone telling me when to turn left. Um, so that's one example. Another example is the dude or girl who just has to bring you in on the project they just did, that they just sent, that they can't have a conversation, any any conversation with you until they let you know about their most recent... Well, they'll ask you, right? They'll say... Yeah. Hey, what'd you just get on to? Or, you know, we, you, at, you know, at the Red, a lot of the hangout, you got Miguel's Pizza, you got, you know, the Rock House, and it's a congregating place for dinner time. Everyone's just climbed hard. They want to go get a good burger. They want to get a piece of pizza, whatever. And it's a great chance to say, oh, man, hey, I, you know, yeah, we know everyone, right? Because right. half the thing is, I'm every time I go rock climb at the Red, half of the gym people that I work with, they're down there too. And yeah. so it's cool to say, oh, you're out here, I'm out here. And they say, what'd you get on today? I got on this. And you can tell they're look like they're listening for the pause in the conversation so they can go, awesome. So I just got on this route. And let me tell you. And then 30 <laughs> minutes later, you were just trying to eat your French fries. and yeah, your food's cold. You're, you know, and it's not fun anymore. I don't care. You told me mm-hmm. the same story four times already. So, yeah, you have that person that they, they just have to get it out of them. Mm-hmm. And then they almost deflate when they can't talk about their project or what they just they just sent or or even working on. That's another funny one. I never my project. I'm, yeah, I hung it once, but maybe next time. I I'm hoping to get my high point in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's like the the idea that if I talk about it enough, it will I'll produce it. I'll produce a reality. That, I think that stems from almost like a thing of acceptance. Right, they yeah, want to totally. justify. Not only are they getting somewhere, because we all know the climber that's been working so hard to climb a certain route or break into a certain grade, and they're getting frustrated, maybe, mm-hmm. and they're trying to justify why they're not a bad climber. 
And the other people are like, you're not a bad climber. But in their head, they're getting upset with where they think yeah. they're getting. So they have to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. So you can be like, oh, man, that sounds really great. I think you can throw it down. They just want the pat on the back. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they want – I mean, I would almost count it like a slap on the ass. Right. Like they, they don't want a pat on the Way back. Way to go, girl. They, <laughs> yeah. They want the get back in the game, champ. You, yeah, know? you can do it. Yeah, come on. You they want that. a cheerleader. Yeah, they, exactly. Everyone wants a cheerleader. Everybody wants to um, – everyone wants to feel like they're – good enough right so and again this is the my problem with the spray is rock climbing is so egocentric oh and my i gosh. find a i find that very difficult to fully comprehend mostly because i spend 99 percent of my climbing experience falling <laughs> failing yeah like why in one why would i ever think for a second that i'm a badass because i just sent my project like that took that's you cool. two seasons to do well two seasons or i don't even know how five years who cares yeah, who but, cares fill in the blank but and i think that i don't know maybe i'm just a weirdo i probably am but i it's i don't think i've ever <laughs> finished a project or finished a route and gotten down and just like jumped up with joy it's or just like, screamed or finally, took a selfie I finally did it what's no, the next like, thing but i think i think something that's really crappy is maybe this is my problem I, i'm i'm jealous i'm really jealous because i wish i could get worked up that much i sure. wish i could get so psyched and so like off the rails that when i do that route it feels super euphoric right my experience when i finish a project is i'm just like huh Okay. Felt, that felt kind of easy, right? <laughs> it's well, like, why did I? Why and did we've I had fall this conversation? Times. I'm not a projector outside. I don't yeah. want to go and spend all of my time on run route. I'd rather climb something easy and have fun and chill mm -hmm. out with my bros or whatever, um, than keep going back to the same crowd. There's too much. Even at the red, there is so much climbing that I will never experience. That for me, why would I waste all of my time on one route instead of going? Okay, I yeah. made it to the top. Either. That was so fun. I want to do it again. What about, so do you have routes that you want to? Oh, sure. Because I, I have like, I have a couple dream routes. Like there's routes where I. Certainly there's routes that we've talked about it. There's a couple routes that aren't even necessarily outrageously difficult, but they were so fun for me that I want to go back and do it again. And I want to mm -hmm. see if I can do them without falling. Yeah. But it's not a tick list for me. It's not to say like, look at these routes that I've climbed. You know, mountain mm -hmm. project, you can tick off what you've climbed. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think it's kind of like a masturbatory kind of thing like oh, everyone's oh look what i've got oh, i climbed it <laughs> and i think that's is that wrong to have that mentality maybe not if that's what gets you psyched yeah i think when it becomes that spray is when you are projecting mm. that onto other people yeah because so, i think spraying is inherently selfish you're assuming what gets you psyched is going to get the other person psyched wow and maybe it's not that's a breakthrough so yeah so spray, maybe we should redefine spray. Sure. Spray is an outcome of psych. Definitely. But we all produce different spray, mm -hmm. right? So for example, maybe that guy just is yelling beta because he wants that guy to experience what that super cool move. And sadly, Here's the kicker. Sadly, we're not all the same body type. We all we don't all have the same strengths. You know, there's been routes where um, there's a static version of the crux, or there's a 
dead point or a dino version yeah. of the crux and it's like no man do it static it's so much better if you do it static well, take it the other way you know, as as i would like to teach in my classes when i'm talking about lead climbing and trying to manage fear or you're really trying to make sure you have the energy sometimes you slow down to catch your breath i remember there's a distinct memory i have climbing at a comp where it was the route was sectioned into three parts where it got progressively more difficult as a way to distinguish climbing ability. And mm-hmm. it was designed not to be finished. That was how, so the tiebreakers were usually, did you get one more move higher than the yeah, other? Yeah, right? most comp routes are like that. Sure. And so I remember distinctly, I got like a good jug section to just shake out and calm down before the next sequence that was one the hardest sequence of the, the comp p- potentially the crux potentially yeah exactly <laughs> and i remember shaking out just trying to lower my heart rate and calm down and get in my get in the zone kind of thing and all of a sudden i hear come on tyler the next move is right above you just move your right hand up and you can do it and i'm like <laughs> first of all dude it's a bright red hold and there's nothing else on the wall i know where the next move is yeah. i'm not trying to read the rock I'm just, I see a shiny thing. I'm going to go for it. But second of all, you're trying to hype me up and I'm trying to do the opposite. Yeah, totally. And so, so, okay, let's, let's, let's transfer. Cause now sure. we just talked about spray being the psych, right? So spray is just the outward appearance of someone's psych. Sure. Um, what about the people at the crag that are like cheering you on? So I love it. In America, you'll run, <laughs> We, so I was in Greece and um, I fully got to experience like the Ali Ali like binga binga <laughs> and I was like holy shit like this is a real thing I've always watched like the videos or whatever where you people watch people do La Rambla or somewhere in Seyus they're doing a hard rock climb and there's a bunch of European people on the, at the crag and they're all yelling that so I got to experience that because I was on a route and they were all screaming that at me and I thought it was kind of badass I was like yeah. holy shit I, this, this is like what Chris Farmer feels like but I know some people don't like that. So mm-hmm. is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is Again, it situational? I is, think that, it, is, is that still spraying? If I am cheering you on while you rock climb, is that still spraying? Because again, that's that's like psych being pushed upward towards you as you rock climb. Sure. And I think, I mean, situationally, some people thrive on that and some people don't. And so some people, as we've said, you know, I said that maybe spray is unwanted and you kind of said, no, it's just maybe an overabundance of psych psych or information or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so in this instance, it might be, um, you were maybe getting deflated and all of a sudden people like, no, you can do it. I'm here. Yeah, let's do it. You can do it. You looked super pumped. And you're like, look, yeah, I can do it, man. I can do it. Or sometimes (laughs) again, for me, I'm a very, very like zen minded just try to get quiet yeah and overcome and we've had this conversation for me climbing is more overcoming myself than overcoming the wall because okay. sometimes i'm scared you know let's yeah. fast forward back to a couple of weeks where we're climbing at obed and there's that route and i said hey man just take and you said no first off don't do that if you just got your girlfriend in the rock right climbing. right right right, right. this is we've been climbing years together <laughs> at this point yeah. but if you know i'm just and I'm like, it's defeat. And you pointed out, you were, def- I was defeated. Just take, man. And you said, no, you can do it. And I needed that. And I ended up getting it. But, and you got down and it was, that was part of the conversation, but we knew each other. Yeah. And so I think there's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know when to get me going and when to maybe shut up. And now, does that mean that there aren't instances where 
I don't know. I, I think it calls for reading the situation, which is I think what most people don't do. If it's they're getting defeated and they need to be built up, like they feel we need to make them feel like they can do it. Sure. Come on, man. I, you can do it. I got you. Whatever. If they are clearly trying to calm down and find their own space, mm-hmm. don't try to hype them up. Maybe they don't want that. So would you change your your definition of spray? So you're identifying that if I'm just a bystander at the crag, I'm feeling the psych, I'm yelling. So again, you got it, man. Is that- I would go, and this is just me. I don't know that there's a right or wrong here, but I would say if I want it, it's good. It's needed. It's not spray. So if I don't want it, if I don't want it, it's spray. So, okay. So that's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. Well, I said, and I said earlier on, spray is unwanted. Wow. Okay. So So if I want it, I don't know that I would consider it spray. Hmm. I would say, awesome. You and I are different then. Well, exactly. And I always relate it like if someone's spitting at you while they're talking, they're spraying on you. You don't don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. But I understand that there's a difference, and I know most people would probably be on your end of the spectrum saying spray is just maybe an overabundance, and it can be nice or it can be not. So one way I stop myself from spraying is I think about like one thing in particular, and I think a lot of guys can probably relate to this, but you know, quite a while ago, I was in a public bathroom, doing the dirty deed and um (laughs) you could just tell a more heavier set probably an older man came waltzing through the the door and you could hear him breathing pretty heavily you could hear his (laughs) feet pitter pattering on the tiled floor and just kind of this almost wheezing happening (laughs) and he just kind of plopped himself over at the urinal and just unzipped his pants, put his hand up against the tiled wall, <laughs> went through his belt, and then emo- like immediately just started moaning while he was <laughs> peeing in the urinal. And it was like, huh, that's what spraying is in climbing. It's like, yes, it feels good to you, but there's other people around you that it really doesn't feel good for. <laughs> and I felt extremely uncomfortable. And the worst part is it's happened more than once. Like, I think we all can, we've all experienced that as men. So the, the word I used earlier, what you're saying is it, when someone's spraying, it, it's kind of like uh, walking in on them jacking off. Yeah, like that. That's why I said we all spray. We all spray. We, we've all sprayed at some point. So, yeah. So, as you, you know, you said, like, that's a way you help stop yourself maybe from spraying, um, which I think is a very important thing to talk about. But before we go into that, is it maybe worth asking, are there, is there a gr- good way to spray? Is, is, is there maybe a beneficial way to spray someone down. I'm still just like envisioning. <laughs> Is there a good way to do your yeah. thing in front of people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, transcending away from that imagery. I think there is a good way of spraying. And um, one example is a thing like side spray. This is, this is something I've come up with. Side spray, okay. Yeah, so side spray is when someone else sprays for you. 
So you're so humble. You're such a badass. We all are. Yeah, totally. We're all badasses. We're all we're all super humble. And you got a friend who is so psyched on you and so psyched on your climbing that they can't help but like tell everybody at the gym that you just sent your project. So huh? So I can give you an example. I had a friend, uh, really good friend of mine. They had just, I th- I think this might have been, they just flashed their hardest grade ever. So kind of a big deal. It was is a route that we had all done in the gym before. It was all it was a route that we had all heard of before in the gym, and so everyone kind of had a pretty good idea of what the grade was and if it was pretty tough or not. But so this person did the route, and I saw that person after they had done the route, and they didn't even tell me about it. It wasn't until like two days later people around the gym were telling me that they had done that route so oh, okay um that's an example or of side spray and then so you're saying like when you saw them at the gym they weren't going to tell you but other people that knew them were like dude did you hear that tim yeah. over here like got this route first go yeah kind of thing. it was badass it was super cool and that's just it's all about the deliver so, so how did that change for you um if that got you know person had come up to you and said look what i just did versus everyone else like how was your reception then Are you explaining this side spray mentality because he didn't necessarily did it did it change how you received that information absolutely I, for the most part again spray is it's just psych and it's all about how you deliver the psych mm-hmm. so of course if that person would have came up to me and was just kind of like going off the rails and give me the lowdown at every move and how they had gotten through the red point crux and they thought they were going to fall, but they kept it together and everybody <laughs> at the bottom of the crag was screaming their name. And at the end, everyone lift them up and, you know, gave them all their draws or they <laughs> bought them all the beer at the rock house or whatever. Like that's just too much. Right. Um, so it was really, really, really cool to hear about the story from other people than okay. to hear it from that person. Sure. So, I think it's the delivery. The delivery is super important when it comes to spray. It can only be good if it's delivered well. Right. Well, it's interesting you say that because, you know, we just, we went to the Obed and, you know, I think this might have been like the first you and your wife, me and my wife all climbing together, right? True. Um, Which was cool. And I was bringing you back to my stomping ground. So like, it's all cool. But I remember Jess not only was this her first chance to red point outside ever, but not mm-hmm. only did she red point a five nine, it was her first time climbing a five nine outside. She also got on a five ten and it was really awesome for her. But I remember very quickly after that we're in a gym and I'm climbing with my buddy and Jess is there climbing too and she's on this five eleven and he looks at me and says, Like, who's this climber? Like who what happened to yeah. her? And I'm just like, dude, let me tell you. We're at Obed. She's climbing this route. Mm-hmm. She actually falls on it. And instead of freaking out, she gets back on it and finishes it. She gets on this other, and you know, and I'm hyping and look at her doing now. And he got equally stoked, you know? So like, again, to your point, I think it's just interesting when it's like, we're bragging on other people and everyone thinks that's really cool. You brag on yourself and that's really lame, really lame. So as we, you know, so maybe side spraying is good. It helps build community. I think, and that, as you said, if basic spraying is inherently selfish, side spraying is inherently building each other up, 
you know, as we talk about the climbing community, we want the climbing community to support each other versus be egocentric, as I think you used earlier on. It was very egotistical, egocentric climbing. So how would you say then um, do we recognize and then and then, and then stop spraying? Maybe personally, like, can we look at what we're doing? But even more importantly, I think, as we're a part of a community, do you have ways that maybe you might see someone spraying and go like, and maybe help police it a little bit? Yeah. If you look at maybe other, it's so funny because I, I mean, I didn't grow up rock climbing. So I grew up skateboarding and no one ever sprayed in skateboarding <laughs> no one, no one was ever or if they did spray it was side spray it was like dude homeboy just did like a back nose blunt down a 10 is there something inherently different than about that community versus the rock like is there a reason for that i would say those communities are similar because the same way that if i i guess they're similar but there's a little bit of deviation so in skateboarding if i met a lot i met another skater it was like sick this is my homeboy like we're immediately gonna jive like we're just psyched because we're two skaters in a world full of non-skaters huh where unless you're kind of repping your skate crew to some extent meaning that you've made your own kind of click in the skating community okay there can be a little bit of turbulence now climbing was a little different the climbing community is brilliant it's awesome everyone is so friendly everyone's so loving and nurturing However, you still have those outliers like you have in any community. Uh-huh. With that being said, the the spraying mentality I think should be policed. I I think people should just be honest with one another. They should you should tell the same way I would tell you that I'm uncomfortable with your belaying is the same hmm. idea that I should tell you I don't want you to spray anymore. So say we're going rock climbing together and i just met you you're gonna blame me i'm like whoa i don't feel cool about this i'm gonna tell you dude i don't want you to blame me anymore okay i i think every rock climber should feel that way they should be able to articulate that to somebody and stop them that goes right into spraying hey dude please stop yelling beta at me as i'm climbing this okay or if you're if you're a young woman and you're climbing with a bunch of dudes which is totally typical in climbing because there's a big uh, difference in the demographics. Yep. You should be able to tell that guy, dude, leave me alone. Let me think. Let me focus. Okay. So yeah, we should police it. Hell yeah. Tell Are those there social cues. So like, I'm coming. I'm coming your way, and it's clear. Maybe I'm new, and I'm just like, dude. Oh my gosh, but you know, hey, I see you bouldering. Like, this is what I like to boulder. Blah blah. Are there maybe like, in that instance, if maybe you're not gonna say like, dude, shut up. I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. What are some like? not so subtle like clearly you're trying to end the conversation or what are there some like kind of typical words you might use that are i might should pick up on and go like he's not interested in this and maybe i should pull back on so i'm a pretty honest person now (sighs) yes i know (laughs) i'm not into the non-verbal cues i'm not into Right, so most people aren't assholes like us. So, yeah. like the people, let's put your, put our shoes okay. in the average climber who maybe okay. is going on those uh, nonverbal cues that we're talking about and here. And how they should tell somebody to stop spraying is what you're telling me. Or no, maybe like if someone's giving you the non, like I think on the one hand, yes, it's we should encourage like 
hey, you're bumming me out. I want to tell you that. But on the other hand, I think part of the thing is if you're spray, if you're a spray lord, mm-hmm. right? Like you if should you climb up the red. You should <laughs> you should pick up on someone's nonverbal. Like, let me give you a story. Yeah, let me tell you. Wait on me. So, um, I went on a like I went on a trip with a bunch of really cool dudes. We brought our girlfriends and wives and whatnot, and some of some of my friends their girlfriends didn't really rock climb but they're really excited they're really interested i told them about the podcast they were very supportive and i told them what about the first podcast was what it was going to be about which was about spray Mm -hmm. and a couple of the girls did rock climb and they said what spray i don't explain that to me so i explained into it i explained spray to them we didn't think much of it. We kind of joked the entire time. And we get to the crag. The first thing we experience is like some unadulterated spray. Just full <laughs> on. This dude is yelling at his girlfriend. Left foot, right foot. Get your feet up. You know, whatever. Fill in the blank. And my friend's girlfriend just looks right at me. And she goes, hey, Michael, that's spray, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. And it's so my my thing is. If you're non-confrontational, you're not an asshole like myself or Tyler. Right. <laughs> you should just ask that person if they know what spray is. Plain and simple. Oh, okay. Hey, do you even? Hey, real quick. Have you ever heard the word spray? I I look at it as like noise pollution. Sure. Part of the reason why I got outside in the first place was because I wanted to get away from noise. You don't want to go to the gym where they're blasting rock and roll music. Yeah. Or, oh, they're the young people. Whatever it is, and everyone's yelling. And it's crowded. You kind of want to get quiet you know you want to find that space yeah and when you show up and all of a sudden they're just yelling and blah 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 well that's some of my greatest experiences on the wall have been when i've like not been able to hear other people and i mean that where people have been yelling at me from the bottom like go michael you're doing great keep breathing and i didn't even hear him i was so in the zone but it's extremely harder and harder to get into that zone when there's people polluting the noise okay so i think go ahead and ask them if they know what spray is tell them what it is so you know i've said it before already but you know for me one of the hardest things about policing spray is that it's usually good natured so it makes it hard for some for you know yes i'm an asshole hey dude shut up but also you know you're my bud and you're spraying me down and i get it you're stoked and as someone who trains a lot of climbers I'm really excited if I've invested my time into building you up as a climber. When mm-hmm. I see that spark, like, dude, awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want to say, leave me alone. Like, yeah. because I don't want to stifle that, you know? Cause, and I say, like, spraying is usually good natured, but sometimes, I don't know, do you, have you encountered a situation where maybe the spraying is more almost malicious or destructive oh yeah. oh yeah the subtle spray the subtle okay so ex- yeah what what would that mean to you what how- so the subtle spray is somebody who's trying to hijack trying to hijack your psych okay and it inadvertently takes psych away from you hmm. where say i just went on a trip out west i'm climbing an indian creek and i'm talking about all these sick trad lines i put up and this somebody comes up to me and they're like oh like you were in any creek did you do fill in the blank and it's like oh no I'm like oh well I don't know. maybe that's done yeah like oh i did that one i onsided it oh sick dude like 
just completely derailing you and they're not really listening to you they're they're only listening so that they can compare themselves to you so for the listener you know i there's a specific story i want you to tell oh my gosh i um <laughs> and this is we've talked earlier on that spraying brings you down and mm-hmm. i've said it like sometimes you see someone else getting sprayed down i'm not even part of the situation and it bums me out yeah so can you we we know what we're talking about here <laughs> Um, can you can you walk me through for the for the for the people that don't know us are fortunate enough not to know us um, very fortunate but in my opinion one of the worst situations of this subtle spraying okay. that I've ever encountered all right I'll tell the story so quite a while ago I was working a route and I finally did it I didn't really tell anybody about it my my belayer at the time told people about it so they were side side spraying for me and we love which it which is cool so i get into the gym and i see one of my friends and they're like hey michael congratulations on that route like i heard that you did it that's a great route good job man i really i think that's i think that's pretty sweet i said thanks well in that vicinity was another character kind of lurking in the shadows and that person took Lurking's it upon Lurking's a good word. Like, they're clearly <laughs> waiting to be a part of this yeah. conversation. They're practically just, like, on a forum at this point. They <laughs> consider the rock climbing gym a forum. So they're lurking in the shadows. And they're like, oh, hey, did I hear, did I hear that you just sent your project? And they're talking to me. And I said, yeah, I did. Like, oh, cool. What was it? And I had already had some experiences with this person already and I really didn't want to talk to him so I just said oh it was you know it's something in this this vicinity of the Red River Gorge I'm like oh okay cool so like which crag like alright dude um, so I'm trying to give some nonverbal cues right you're trying, I'm to, get, trying to give him a hint he's not picking up <laughs> like, on the nonverbal cues like dude stop talking to me I'm not interested <laughs> um, and he's like which crag and I say this crag oh cool Maybe it's a crag that has easy routes. Maybe it has hard routes. I don't know. And he goes, oh, okay. So, well, which route? I'm like, okay. If you got a pr- first case, if you got to pry something out of somebody, don't even right. ask them it's, the question. They don't. They're not interested. They don't want to talk to if you. If you wanted yeah. to spray him down, it's the you same, were already going it's to. It's the same thing when you talk to a girl at the gym and she's got headphones in. Right. If she puts them right back in, stop talking right. to her. <laughs> it's the same thing with me. Stop talking to me. So finally, I'm like, hey, I did this route. He, you know, Which route did you do? I said, I did this route. And the dude just looks at me and he says, huh, I had no idea I was stronger than you. <laughs> and then he goes, to te- goes on to tell me or give me his subtle spray about how he just sent his project right. and that it was a whole letter grade harder than the one that I did. And it was actually notoriously known as the hardest of that letter grade. Which, and, what does that even mean? But, yeah, I don't know. Probably some, some anon on yeah, Red Some River guy said site. it was harder. I skipped this one move, which made it a whole other great... Well, I don't right. know. Fill in the blank. So, yeah, that, that to me, that's some serious subtle spray. It's right. very and malicious. It, you know, I was it, not psyched. Right, it, and it, it's to the point where you just don't want to be around that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know... So one of the things I always... One of my jokes um, I like to say is, you know, because they'll get it, um, and you've seen this. People ask you your project, mm-hmm. but they don't even wait for you because they just want to say what they're going to work on, right? So, you know, as I work at a, I work at a gym. I'm 
the main lead instructor and I do some private instruction, all that other stuff. And someone would come up, hey, what are you working on this season? Which, you know, Red River kind of stuff. They just, what what crag are you going to spend? What what route are you going to, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a route at, there's a crag called Roadside, which is pretty popular because it's literally right by the road. You walk five minutes in, you're at the crag. If you go deep in it, there's some very approachable, very easy low level kind of climbing five sevens five eights and yeah. so a lot of people spend their first couple trips there because it's just easy to get into and and so when people there's a there's a five seven called ledger lines so anytime someone comes up to me and they go like hey what, what's your project and i see that the sp- the sprinkle the spray <laughs> twinkle in the eye yeah and i go like hey dude he clearly is just wants to tell me about whatever 512 that nobody really cares about yeah. right and I go probably well, the hardest 512 the, in the whole the round. hardest fucking 512 bare right? metal team dude I'm getting on Roshan <laughs> Poe dude that is the hardest 12 in the <laughs> bare, bare metal team I remember getting on that thing and that thing was hard but you know and they come in and they're like what are you gonna work on I say like dude I've been I've been on ledger lines for a couple of years I've, I've finally <laughs> one hung it I'm hoping to throw it down this season and the thing is it's such a low grade that they the, the spray lords of the red, the 512 climbers, they don't even entertain 5.7. So they don't even know what that, yeah. ledger, what, where is that? What's that go at? Where, where's it go? Uh, well, it's at roadside. They're like, roads, okay, so I know there's Rochambeau and there's that other hard 12 kind of that I don't remember the grade, but what, hmm, I don't remember. What, what's that, what's it, what's it go at? And I'm like, oh yeah, dude, it's 5.7. Mm-hmm. And they like look at me for a second and the wheels are turning like, okay, he, probably climbs he climbs harder than five maybe but like i don't want to be <laughs> a dick to him and they're being duped right and then all of a sudden it clicks like i'm definitely making fun of you because you're being a fucking asshole <laughs> right and so like you know you saw you saw the sprinkle or the you spray saw the sprinkle and i'm already yeah. cutting it down i mean and it's just because like you said it, it you said it should be policed and part of that is being open to like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to but on the other hand, like if you're really being a dick, I think it's worth saying like, mm-hmm. "Hey man, I don't like that." So, you know, we we've talked. Can you can you kind of like bring all this kind of recap it all into a, a nice little bow? Like, really yeah. spraying. Like, what what is the overarching kind of deal with spraying? Okay, so first off, we're gonna be the police. <laughs> we are me if and you, you. If you have a friend out there who you think sprays and they don't do a side spray but they only like do a, su- a subtle spray or they just spray too much please have them come over to better climbing beta nice <laughs> listen to this podcast <laughs> that's a non-verbal cue you can Not, just send them the you link should check this podcast uh, yeah out. you should just send them the link and have them comment comment and subscribe and do all that good stuff but so you know what is spraying spraying is whenever you're super psyched on something and you have to let it be known what you're psyched about. Now, spraying historically is not a good thing. Right. Ways that you can stop yourself from spraying is side spray for somebody because that's a good way of spraying. Sure. So instead of only ever talking about yourself, hmm, I don't know, maybe consider talking about another person's achievements because guess what? People like hearing that. And, and maybe they'll talk about you. Yeah, it's like maybe we'll talk about you right definitely then i would also consider whenever you whenever you feel like spraying 
think about the story I told you about the guy moaning in the bathroom. <laughs> that's definitely helped me not want to spray ever again. Because <laughs> that's kind of what he's doing. You're, you're negatively impacting the people around you, and you may or may not be doing that on purpose. That's sure. more up to you. But more importantly, just shut up. Sure. Shut Is, up or ask the person oh, okay. if ask. they want beta. Do you want beta? Hey, hey man, I heard, here's a couple things. Hey man, I heard you get on that route. Do you want any beta? Hey, I heard you're going to this area of climbing. Do you want any beta? Hey, I just sent my route. I just sent my project. That's it. If someone <laughs> says, if someone literally says, oh, cool, good for you, man. And they don't kind of dive in more, then don't talk about it anymore. If they ask, yeah. oh, tell me about it. Yeah, Sure, spray away. Yeah, and more importantly, if no one is spraying for you, it's because you're the spray lord. Oh, if you're not getting that huh. side spray, you're it's the spray lord. because you've, you've used up all the other words and no, there's nothing left to say already. <laughs> yeah, you've done it all. You've done it all. Okay. Now, with that being said, I think I'm going to close this out. Do it, man. I want to thank everybody the millions of billions of people who have listened to this podcast thank you so much um, make sure to follow us or like us or leave a comment subscribe to the podcast go to the website we're gonna have a mailing list so we can send you guys just brief updates tell us your spray stores yeah. we want to hear them send us an email we even have an email this is how Ooh. official we are it's better climbing beta at gmail.com oh my gosh go ahead and do that i think you're gonna have a lot of fun our next podcast is going to be about a certain group of people that are constantly being sprayed at. We're yeah. talking about you, ladies. Ooh. So the next one's going to be about being a woman and rock climbing. Sweet. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.